0: Welcome to the PA Report today. I'm Pastor Alan Leonhardt from Hastings Assembly of God. And this is a very provocative uh, subject. When should the church disobey civil authority or civil government? In Romans chapter 13 verse one, the Bible is, is, is encouraging us to be obedient to civil authority. It says, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except from God and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring uh, judgment on themselves. So we, we have, on one, on one point, we have a mandate that we should respect authority, we should pray for authority, we should be obedient to the, to the civil laws. But what happens when the civil laws go against God's laws? What happens if the government is telling you to do something that's against the Bible? At that particular point, you have to uh, decide whether or not you're going to obey God or man. And in Acts, there's a couple examples of of civil disobedience in the Bible. One is in Acts chapter 4, where the the, uh, Pharisees and the civil authorities were telling, commanding Peter and John to not speak nor teach in the name of Jesus at all. And verse 19 of Acts chapter 4, But Peter and John answered and said to them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than God, you judge. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. <laughs> so, so you know, Jesus told them, he says, preach the gospel to every creature. Now, that doesn't mean that we should be obnoxious, or when you're at work, take, take the work time to obnoxiously preach the gospel to people. We still need to be polite in our presentation and, uh, uh, you know, and, and not use our paid time as an employee to, to be obnoxious with the gospel. We need to be careful how we're doing it and wise as serpent and gentle as doves. But okay, let's, let me just go on here. So, so now the question is, in everyone's mind, Uh, the church is commanded to not gather together. And um, at what point does the church disobey civil authority and gather together? Well, in the first place, what does the Bible say about gathering together as a church? Well, let's look at this verse here. This is in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25. It says, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. So here we have a mandate from God to gather together and so much the more as we see the day approaching, but the government is telling us not to gather together. So uh, so, so, when when we as the church see that there is no longer a a threat to to people. And uh, despite what the government tells us, at that point, this, the leadership of the local church should decide whether or not they are going to gather together as a church. And it, it shouldn't really matter what the government tells them to do because you have a mandate from God that's above the government. Now, if people are sick, they should stay home. Actually, the Bible does... Address the subject of quarantine and in the Old Testament when people were sick, they quarantined them But they did not quarantine the healthy So this whole uh, the way that this social distancing is is being is being um, um, Extradited in our in our communities is actually against the principle of quarantine in the Bible So you don't punish the healthy so at some point the church should make a decision to gather together in regular services, encourage those people that are sick to stay home or those people that, are, that feel vulnerable and not safe um, or that are in those categories to, to, to stay home and to not do this. And there's another example of civil disobedience in the Bible, and it's in Exodus chapter 1. And the pharaoh, the he was uh, commanding the midwives to kill the the every baby child every baby boy child that was born and to save the girls alive and it says that the midwives feared god more than pharaoh so so they feared the lord they had greater reverence for for god and not wanting to disobey him than pharaoh who could who could have had them killed and they did not and they and they even lied to pharaoh because some people don't deserve the truth and they lied to Pharaoh, and they said that they had uh, uh, that the Hebrew women were so healthy and strong that they just gave birth to, to children before they got there, so they couldn't kill the firstborn child. And God rewarded them for disobeying Pharaoh. He rewarded them for lying to Pharaoh and giving Pharaoh misinformation by by giving them households or homes. You can read about it, Exodus chapter one, verse fifteen and twenty-two. Now, if the civil authorities in Nazi Germany wanted you to to uh, accused you of harboring Jews and hiding them in your home, and they wanted they came to your door and they asked, "Are there Jews in your home?" Well, I'm a Christian. I can't lie. Yep, they're right in the back room. Come and get them. Uh, that is wrong. The, the The Nazis who were intent on doing harm to someone else did not deserve the truth. <laughs> It was in this case. It was a righteous. It was a righteous thing for you to lie to the Nazis and tell them, "No, there are no Jews in my home. Go away." <laughs> so, my point is, as as local church leadership, we have to pray at at it. How we're how we're um, our stance is at our local church at Hastings Assembly of God, Hastings, Michigan, is when we see that the threat is over. And uh, 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 despite what the numbers, because it's been very obvious that there's just been such an inconsistency with the models and the numbers, despite the numbers, if we have a piece to meet together, we are going to meet together and uh, come what may and, and we will do that. I'm not going to give a date or say when we're going to do that because it's, it's, it's not, you know, I, I like to make sure that, that uh, the leadership is, is together on, on things and that we're together on things. But if we have a piece, we're going to do it. Okay. God bless you. I hope that, I hope that, uh, that, uh, encouraged you and, um, uh, and just remember God's law is always, always higher than man's law. Let me pray. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for all those listening, that they would not be in fear, but they would be in faith, and they would feed their faith and not their fear, and that they would realize that we have a God in heaven who, who is, is, is greater than man's law and who loves us and has the best interest uh, for every one of us. And I just pray that you would give wisdom and light To everyone listening to this podcast, in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. We love you.